0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, John June, and as always, got my guy, my co-host, Greg Peniman. Greg, what is good, man? Yo,
1: what is going on? Uh, man, uh, you know, week 13, week sorry, week 14, you know, week one of the playoffs underway. Uh, getting ready that part one recap on, uh, on you know, Thursday. Uh, went well. Thursday night football happened. Uh, ready to close out. Um, get this win in my, uh, get money and, uh, you know, move on to this. Hopefully some round twos.
0: Oh man! We're already <laughs> claiming the win. We didn't even get to the segment. You know, I you know, I, that's how that's this how confident
1: that's... I am. It's the, the run I'm on. Wow. You know, I, wow. A... <laughs> how could <Disrespect> you not? It's <laughs> crazy.
0: I mean, I guess, man, I guess you know what, right? I gotta earn. I gotta earn my respect back. So, um, getting crushed in this weekly head. I mean, we got a playoff
1: club. matchup too, so you got that on me. Fire the favorite in that. I'm trying to get the upset in that. So you know, you you can come back and, and get some wins.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I I mean, I plan on some of those, on getting some of those wins, of course. But uh, got to recap this Thursday night football game, yes, sir. Um, and I know it might be painful for you, Greg, because uh, we had two cams in this game. Um, and if you started one, you were probably happy. If you started the other, you were probably upset. Um, but the Rams end up winning this game twenty four to three, demolishing the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, basically bullying them. Uh, on both sides of the football. Um getting a defensive touchdown, the Rams defense, uh twenty-one points as well. Uh in, in, in you know in standard defensive scoring. Um you know Cam Akers busted out basically twenty nine carries uh a hundred and a hundred uh sorry hold on uh twenty nine carries a hundred and seventy one rushing yards also added two catches for 23 yards. So uh, this was a breakout game for Cam Akers here. Uh, pretty much headlines the day here for for what was this game, Greg. Uh, what did you make of this performance by Cam Akers, man?
1: Yeah, this was absolutely awesome. Getting about 5.9 yards per carry. Uh, so he continues to run very well and very efficiently. 29 carries is just amazing. Who would think that you know Sean McVay would ever give someone the ball twenty nine times, uh, running back to to say the least. You know this is this is awesome. So hopefully you know you guys were able to play him, uh, trusted him to start him, and probably going to get you the next round. And uh, I would I would continue to roll him out there as you know uh, you know probably some RB one upside uh, late season to league be a league winner for people.
0: Yeah, I mean Cam Akers definitely has league winner ability right now at this point. Um, you know, he's somebody we've, we've been pounding the drum for the last few weeks. Um, you know, I wasn't confident in playing him that, you know, it, unless I was desperate, I needed mm-hmm. a running back or I needed a flex. Makers um, wasn't somebody that I started. But, um, you know, if you if you did have to start him, you there's you're absolutely happy. And yes, you know, matchups coming up uh, against against the Jets and, and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, he, you know, this could be league winner, league winning potential down the stretch here for you. Um, and then, you know, uh, Cam Newton, man, I mean, uh, I said that I wasn't going to play him I actually dropped the Rams or, you know, Cam Newton to pick up the Rams defense. But, um, Greg, I know you did start Cam Newton in our league of extraordinary people. Um, you know, if you do make it on to the second round, if, Are you conf? If you that's that's because that is questionable right now at this. No, nah, it's it's doubtful but, at this point. <laughs> 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 the downgrade
1: um, on the the, the tag.
0: <laughs> the downgrade <laughs> didn't participate in practice on on Friday or Saturday. Nah, it didn't. Um, <laughs> um, you know, would you have confidence? You know, there's no way you could have confidence. No, in Cam Newton. Nah, no, de- right?
1: definitely not. I mean. You know, he's coming off a, a solid week. You know, you're just hoping that he get the two rushing touchdowns again or something to, to that in a very forgiving league for quarterbacks and for our, an outscoring. Um, no, I had Teddy Bridgewater on the bench, but kind of nervous about the people that wasn't going to be able to play, uh, DJ Moore and people like that. So, uh, and it could have been a low-scoring game, so I pivoted to Cam at the last minute. Uh, you know, didn't feel confident about it. Also, it's always that hope that it could go wrong, like Jared Goff or something like that, or, or Derek Carr. But yeah, and it, and it did go wrong. So um, yeah, I'm definitely definitely done with Cam.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it sucks, man. But you know, this is what we were talking about a couple weeks ago. You, you know, you're when you start Cam, you're hoping, um, and I can't hope. Like, not, yeah, not right now, not, not in this moment. Um, and what about Jared Goff, man? I mean, you know, what kind of upside does he have? I mean, you know, or obviously the matchup next week should be good against the Jets, uh, but, you know, didn't look great in this game. Uh, was pretty much a game manager in this game where they, 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 you know, they basically, you know, were like anything but Jared Goff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I went ahead. Uh, I think I'm a believer in these last two weeks because uh, this is what, you know, I was looking towards, you know, maybe trading for him um, for this playoff schedule. The end, you know, the last two weeks, um, I think that the Jets and Seattle would be good, two good matches for him uh, to, you know, at least give you maybe 250, uh, two touchdowns, to give you a solid day uh, to close out the season. Um, yeah, Patriots coming off their best game defensively, too. So and yeah, they do. They definitely are a running team now. They're going to run the ball, uh, I think, more than not. So um, But I think Jargoff should be in play the next two weeks.
0: I mean, how could you not with Cam Akers ripping off these runs, man? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. This is great. Um, All right, man. Let's move on from this game. Uh, There's not much else to talk about from this game. Uh, Obviously, uh, part one was yesterday, as you mentioned. Um, we covered Arizona at, New, at the New York Giants, Dallas at Cincinnati, Denver at Carolina, Houston at Chicago, Kansas City at Miami, Minnesota at Tampa Bay, Tennessee at Jacksonville, New York Jets at Seattle, Indianapolis at Las Vegas, and Atlanta at uh, LA Chargers. <laughs> so if you want to listen to those games, uh, you want to hear those breakdowns, uh, go back into part one, um, and you c- we have the timestamps in the show notes where you'll be able to uh listen to, to to uh or you know be able to find which which one of these games you will, you want to listen to um covering these games today starting with the 425 game the 10 and two New Orleans Saints traveling to Philadelphia to take on the three eight and one Philadelphia Eagles this is a 44 and a half point total the Saints are seven point favorites here facing backup well now starting quarterback. Uh, rookie Jalen Hurts, uh, Drew Brees is out, but he's possible, it's possible he could return in week 15, so keep an eye on that, uh, cornerback Patrick Robinson, he's out with the hamstring, uh, defensive tackle Malcolm Brown, he's out with the shoulder, um, cornerback Michael Jacket for uh, Philadelphia, he's out with the hamstring, safety Rudy Ford, he's out with the hamstring as well, uh, and then uh, linebacker, T.J. Edwards is out as as is offensive tackle. Uh, actually, was recently moved to guard. Uh, Jason Peters he's out with a toe that will require surgery. If I'm not mistaken, uh, could mark the end of this season and, and the end of his career potentially there, uh, as he's you know up there in age. Greg, where are you in terms of this matchup? Uh,
1: in terms of this game, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Eagles to cover. Um, But I'm taking the Saints to win. Um, On the Saints side, uh, Taysom Hill, I do believe his QB1, you know, he seems to love playing Atlanta. Um, Him and Michael Thomas, it's crazy how they almost got identical stat lines and identical, like, stat finishes in both of those Atlanta games. (laughs) Um, But uh, I definitely like both those guys, Taysom Hill, Michael Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas to get around 10 targets to be a wide receiver, one for you. Uh, Jared Cook, I think, is also in play uh, as a tight end one. And uh, it should be nice for him uh, for hopefully when Drew Brees comes back, um, Taysom Hill this being most, most likely his last start. Uh, Jared Cook's uh, value is going to go up the last two weeks uh, and definitely Alvin Kamar as well. Uh, if you're able to get through this round with well, Alvin Kamar, you know, he's able to get more than one reception last week. So that was great. You know, he finished RB1 still uh, and, and RB1, which is also great as well. Uh, I think the bright side is, you know, with with Taysom Hill, you know, the routes were increasing. But it, it doesn't matter because uh, he's in play this week. But next week he's back to that top five value with Drew Brees uh, and to close out the season. So that'd be that'd be uh, perfect for for you guys for fantasy managers out there uh, for in the semis and championship rounds. Uh, on the Eagle side, uh, I'm uh, you know I'm on waiting to see more with the Jalen Hurts. I think he's definitely going to get some points, um, but uh, more definitely a, you know QB two. I don't think it's kind of a Taysom Hill thing, um, especially with the way this you know Saints defense is playing right now definitely on a wait and see mode. Um, Miles Sanders, you know, hasn't really done much in the last three weeks. Uh, It's really hard to trust him in this spot. Uh, I think probably you're gonna have to put him on the bench in this for this one. Uh, Dallas Goddard, I think he's the main pass catcher I could trust and uh, Jalen Rager is probably the only other guy for deeper leagues that could have some some deep league, uh, deep, you know, target threat. Uh, Jalen Hurts might be able to have more, you know, trust thrown down the field in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take Philly to cover. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints to win. I, I don't really really know why I'm taking Philly to cover. Yeah, uh, same. to be honest. I mean, I mean you
1: know, they just always I, find a I way just, to cover.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe I feel like this is the game I thought they were going to be in last week where they game, you know, backs against the wall, they cover the spread, but maybe that's this week with a potentially better quarterback. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> um, for the Saints, give me Taysom Hill as a uh, steady QB one. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara had seventy-two percent of the running back opportunity share last week, so maybe he's no longer uh, dealing with that foot. He's not on the injury report for the first time in a few weeks, uh, so maybe it's connected to that. Uh, so I'm firing up, a, firing him up as a surefire RB one. Uh, I do agree. Obviously, when when Drew Brees comes back, um, you know his his role his role will be you know even better yes sir pass catcher more secured um so i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna trust latavius murray this week uh not in the playoffs especially mm-hmm. after last week seeing uh 28 of the running back opportunities uh at wide receiver it it's, uh, has to be michael thomas leads the, the league in target share over the last three weeks at 42 percent uh he's expected to be shadowed by darius slay who's uh, struggled this season, specifically in some and some shadow situations over the last month. Uh, so I, I um, and then I'm not going to play a tight end from this offense. Uh, like you said, uh, you know, uh, you know when Drew Brees comes back, it w- will be better for Jared Cook. Um, but for now, I'm just not going to. They're they're just way too touchdown dependent for me. Uh, for Philadelphia, the the biggest question is: Can you trust Miles Sanders this week? And um, you know, there's been a lot going around. You know, uh, you know about start your studs and all this stuff. But Miles Sanders isn't getting the touches required to be uh, in must-start territory. So uh, he's, you know, like you said, he's he's on the bench for me um, in leagues where I can afford it. Uh, if I need a flex, uh, he, you know, he's in that conversation, obviously. But um, he's not somebody who needs to be in their lineup because he's mm-hmm. just not getting the touches. Um, and then I'm in I'm in wait and see mode with this whole Philly offense. Uh, obviously, the matchup here uh, against the Saints is not great. Um, you know, as the Saints have been playing well, but uh, obviously, you know, as we talked about leading up to this week, stash Jalen Hurts. Uh, you see how he does in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, see how Philadelphia uses him. See how he uses his legs. And you know, the next two matchups uh, where he's got Arizona. Uh, I think he has Dallas in that mix if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Uh, those are two really good matchups where uh, you'll be confident starting Jalen Hurts um, if he does well in this game. Obviously, um, other than that, I'm really not into anyone else on this pass offense. Uh, not you know not the tight ends, not uh, Jalen Rager, not Travis Fulgham, not Alshon Jeffrey. I'm just I'm just rather be in wait and see mode with the whole thing um and see what happens from there but um you know if you do need upside you know there there are obviously a guy like Jalen Rager somebody that you could go to we saw him return a punt for a touchdown which he won't do every week but that's also you know if you play in return yardage leagues adds a floor there as well yeah for sure um, all right, man, moving on to this next matchup. We've got the 5-7 and seven Washington football team traveling to San Francisco to take on the 5-7 and seven San Francisco 49ers. This is a 43.5-point total. The um, Niners are 3.5-point favorites. In terms of injuries, uh, guard Tom Compton, uh, he's out with a concussion. Center Ronis Grasu, he is out with a knee. Uh, cornerback Emmanuel Mosley he's uh questionable oh, he, no, I think he's actually yeah he's he's doubtful uh with a hamstring and then uh defensive tackle DJ Jones he's doubtful with an ankle um and then the rest of the 49ers roster is also on the injured reserve as well so um i think they set a record for franchise record for uh, most players used in in, an, in a season like hmm. just because of the amount of players that have had to play in a game for them because of the amount of injuries that they've had.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. so.
0: Um, and then Antonio Gibson, obviously for Washington, he's out with the toe. I would rip, not expect rip. him to be. Yeah, I would expect it to be, uh, pretty much done for for AG the rest of the season. Yeah, man. Um
1: oh, man, tough.
0: Poor one out for you, AG. Uh, Facts. AG, that is a fact thank you for for all your 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 contributions to we won't season. forget about
1: you in, in the next round dra- next year's drafts for sure.
0: oh no next year we will not forget about you uh, absolutely not uh, you'll you'll be you know probably in that that conversation for that turn but you know obviously we'll cross that bridge when we get there oh yeah oh yeah but um but you know we lose an AG. But we get an agg back potentially here. Antonio Gandy, Golden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is coming back <laughs> from his hamstring injury. Uh, why are you laughing, Greg? That's my guy. Oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's your guy. Yeah, of course, that's your guy. <laughs> A uh, rookie wide receiver returning. Hey man, the rookie wide receivers they've been they've been gold this year. And That's true. Got they got he got two weeks left, over. so hopefully he can come through. <laughs> 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 um, he's been dealing with a hamstring injury, but uh, potential to uh, make a return here. Uh, obviously, the no the, the biggest reason why I bring him up is because of preseason DFS or postseason DFS. Okay, you know, okay, Washington I like that. Division, I like know, that. You can make a run. <laughs> That's true. That's real. That's
1: real deep. I like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I'm gonna take the over here. I'm gonna take San Fran to cover San Fran to win. We got a Kyle Shanahan revenge game. Uh, apparently he says he's not angry anymore because he has a lot of respect for Ron Rivera. So he's not angry uh, at the organization anymore. Has no hate for them. So um, mm. Kyle Shanahan still wants to rip people's throats out. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, so of course. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Terry McLaurin, J.D. McKissick, they're the only must starts on Washington mm-hmm. side uh, other than Logan Thomas because obviously he plays tight end. Uh, Peyton Barber, uh, he's going to get volume, but what you know he realistically needs a touchdown to to, to honestly come through for you. Uh, for San Fran, you know, Jeff Wilson, that was a great call last week, Greg. He, you know, ends up, you know, leading the team in running back opportunities, uh, leading the team in yards as well. So uh, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, uh, you know, they are in a timeshare, but I think you can get away with flexing both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Fran, is, but, you know, but I caution you to say it's Kyle Shanahan and it could change with the drop of a hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So just be mindful of that. Uh, San Fran is favored here. So uh, it's a potential good game script for both of both of the running backs. But I do want to start both these wide receivers. Ayuk uh, has intrigue as a wide receiver too in a good spot here against Kendall Fuller. Uh, Devo Samuel, he's basically, you know, the J.D. McKissick of wide receivers uh, in terms Vax. of the type of usage, the volume and usage he's going to get. But he plays wide receiver. So uh, Jordan Reed. Uh this is a revenge game for him, but I'm not really interested. But Greg, what do you got?
1: Uh I'm taking the over, I'm taking Washington to cover, but I'm yeah, I'm gonna take San Fran to win. Um on Washington's side, I'm pretty much agreeing with you. Uh JD McKissick, uh definitely gonna be that that great PPR RB two. Uh I think a strong flex play as far as in half point. Uh had a high snap share last week at seventy three percent. So you're you're playing him, Terry McLaurin, uh steady wide receiver one, uh borderline guy. Um, and Logan Thomas, of course, coming off his best game of his career. So you got to keep rolling him out there. Um, on the 49ers side, um, yeah, Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. should both be in play, uh, both as our lead dog RB2s. I think kind of they're on the same upside, uh, hopefully, you know, just hoping the one that you have gets the, t- the touchdown really much. Uh, and then – Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are like the top lead dog guys for wide receiver twos. I think Ayuk has a little more upside because of his uh, A dot, but uh, yeah, both these guys are very playable.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, nothing else on this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just stash George Kittle, man. Could be helpful for that playoff oh, man. run if he got That'd dropped. That'd be crazy.
1: Oh, uh, facts.
0: Because it could it could come back potentially for you on those keeper 16. leagues
1: where they, you know you can. Uh, Add people that you don't have to draft and keep. Maybe George Kittle could be a play.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, maybe, depending on your league rules. But um, moving on to this next matchup, man, we've got the 9-3 and three Green Bay Packers traveling to Detroit to take on the 5-7 and seven Detroit Lions. This is a 46.5-point total. The Lions are 2.5-point favorites. Mm-hmm. In terms of injuries, Matthew Stafford still dealing with that left thumb injury. Uh, But it's his left thumb, so not really concerned there. He's been playing just fine, uh, coming off a top-five finish last week, so fire him up again. Um, DeAndre Swift, he's questionable with that illness, uh, but he was a full participant in practice, so is expecting to make his long-awaited return. Uh, Feels like it's been, you know, like three weeks now. But uh, Kenny Galladay, he is out with that hip injury. Surprise, surprise uh john peninsy P- peninsini uh i don't even know this guy but he's questionable uh and then for the green bay packers jay sternberger he's out uh darnell savage he's questionable with the groin and uh simon stepan stepaniak is uh, a offensive lineman for the packers he's out with a knee injury greg what do you got in this game
1: uh, for this game, I have the over. I'm taking the Packers to cover, and I'm taking the Packers to win. Um, on the Packers side, it's it's pretty nice and easy. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devonte Adams are all top five plays at their position this week. Um, this is one of those weeks where I hope I'm not. You know, I hope I'm not playing one of these guys. I know Aaron Jones. I'm playing one him, but uh, hopefully, I have Devonte Adams, so I'm happy about that. But it might be scary for what those opponents. What league are you playing opponents.
0: against Aaron Jones in again?
1: Uh, I'm actually you. I'm in, in the, you know, Dynasty oh. League for NFL. Yep. Oh, Going okay. uh, against you. Yeah, Cool. Uh, ho- I mean, I have, I have Dalvin <laughs> Cook, so hopefully I'm just hoping for that even, that push right there in that, that matchup. <laughs> so uh, on, on on the Lions side, uh, other than that, you know, Alan Lazard and Robert Tunyon. Tunyon, he's playable. Uh, Alan Lazard, because of how many points I think the Packers score, I think he could be in play, but it's more for deeper leagues only. Uh, And on the line side, Matthew Stafford, I think he's playable, uh, probably finished in that QB 15 to 17 range. Uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, had full participation in practice Friday. Uh, So if he's playing, I think it's a good matchup. I think he's back to that high in RB2. You know, he's got some RB1 upside. And if he's in play, Marvin Jones, uh, he's a wide receiver too. And uh, Quintus Cifas, you know, that dart throw receiver for deeper leagues and stuff in DFS.
0: Yeah, I um, I'm gonna take the over here. I'm gonna take the Packers to cover. I'm Gonna take the Packers to win. Um, yeah, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Robert Tunyon are uh, all must starts for me. Yeah, uh, in this game. absolutely. Uh, Tunyon's the tight end four on the season, uh, right behind T.J. Hawkinson, Darren Waller, and Travis Kelsey. So start that man up. Uh, Allen Lazard, Jamal Williams are in flex consideration for me in this game. Um. Jamal Williams and then Alan Lazard, uh, in that order. But, uh, for Detroit, uh, yeah, I, I'm willing to, uh, say that Matt Stafford is a top 10 quarterback this week. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Willing to throw that in the jar if you'd like.
1: Okay. Uh, hmm. Top 10. Oh yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. I think top okay. 12, I probably wouldn't take it, but I'll, I'll take top 10. All
0: right. Um, yeah, he's been trending up for me. They they, they threw more on first and second down last week. Uh, you know, they're running a faster-paced offense under Daryl Bevel. Uh, Marvin Jones, he's been dominating targets for Detroit, uh, averaging 10 targets over the last three weeks. Uh, is expected to see Jair Alexander, but, I, you know, I think we could start him. Uh, Danny Amendola has some deep intrigue, as or uh, not deep intrigue. I think he has some startable intrigue this week. Uh, was out with the with the injury the last couple weeks, but um, you know could could be played here in in this matchup here against uh, Green Bay, and then like you were saying, Quintez Cephas has some uh, he's an interesting deep league dart throw. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson obviously must start at tight end, uh, and then DeAndre Swift coming back, um, you know I think he's you know, R.B. two flex consideration for me. Um, you know don't know. You know, there's obviously risk there with his potential uh, workload being diminished. You don't know how, you know, they're going to, um, you know, if, if, you know, if I was guaranteed that he was going to get back to that usage that he was getting before the injury or before the concussion and the illness, then I would fire him up for sure in this matchup against Green Bay. But because I don't know that, if I can afford to, you know, to, to wait a week and find out, then I will. Um, but, you know, in some leagues where if you need an RB2, then you've got to fire this guy up.
1: Uh yeah, for sure. I'm uh-huh. with
0: him. Yeah, and then I mean, what do you think about Adrian Peterson? Is he somebody you're willing to like potentially flex this week? Given the um, right?
1: with uh, it, you know, Swift being back, he did dominate a lot of the touches when he was in. Maybe because it is his first game back. If he plays, they might you know not unleash him fully right away. So in the red zone, AP could be in play. So I think he could be you know RB three conversation.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree with that. Um, all right, man, let's move on to this next matchup. We've got the 11-1 and one, no longer undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Buffalo to take on the 9-3 and three Buffalo Bills. This is a 46.5-point total. The uh, Bills are 2.5-point favorites here. In terms of injuries, uh, defensive back Jaquan Johnson is out with an ankle for Buffalo um, for... Uh, for Pittsburgh, uh, Marquise Pouncy, he's out of this game. Uh, Robert Spillane, he's out with a knee injury as well. Joe Hayden, he's gonna be out with a concussion, so that's huge. Uh, you know they'll be they'll be missing their starting cornerback, um, Vince Williams, starting linebacker. He's out with the COVID 19, uh, or he's on the COVID 19 reserve list. So, um, you know that's two of their starting middle linebackers with Robert Spillane and Vince Williams that are out as well. Um, for me, I'm gonna take this over here. I'm gonna take Buffalo to cover. I'm gonna take Buffalo to win this game. Uh, Pittsburgh is decimated on defense, so I'm gonna fire up this Bills passing game. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. Um, I'm even gonna take the shot here on on top on tight end Dawson Knox, who could, but uh, you know, take advantage of the middle of the Steelers defense here. Um, Gabriel Davis, he's obviously always in play uh, to catch a deep touchdown, uh, but he's not. You know, just not seeing the volume necessary to demand a start for me, but um, you know, from Buffalo, from Pittsburgh, I'm gonna take uh, obviously Big Ben. He's this is a smash spot for him potentially here. Uh, Deontay Johnson, um, you know, he's gonna eat up these you know these targets, seeing over 13 targets each of the last three weeks. Um, Chase Claypool, uh, you know, could could be in play. Buffalo is good against. Uh, You know the deep pass. Um, You know they saw we saw Herbert struggle. uh, You know getting the ball down the field a couple weeks ago, but obviously Claypool is somebody that you know could always be in play. He's he's used around the red zone area as well. Um, And then Juju Smith Schuster plays slot. We obviously know Buffalo uh, terrible against the slot receiver. Uh, They have been all year, so Juju's definitely in play. And then uh, Eric Ebron. You know tight ends against Buffalo. We talked about it. It's a smash spot for him. So. I'm starting him up,
1: uh, yeah. This is a definitely tough game to call, but yeah, I'm gonna take the over, I'm gonna take Pittsburgh to cover and I'm gonna take Pittsburgh to win. Um, I, yeah, they are decimated on defense day, but I think they seem to find a way offensively to, to get it done. Uh, Big Ben definitely in the QB1 spot. Um, Juju, Claypool, and Deontay are you know also all three in play as always. I think Deontay is part of the receiver of choice right now, um, with the targets, with the receptions, uh, and Eric Ebron is also in play. I just need you know all these guys to to not drop the ball. I mean, they've almost had like about 15 drops in the last two games combined. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. They, they need to catch the ball. It's uh, and they're still producing. Imagine if they were able to cut those drops in half. So uh, I think they're all in play. James Conner is probably the the lowest upside piece in this offense, but uh, he's playable at that that running back RB two position um, on the Bills side. Josh Allen, you know, definitely in play. He's a QB one, Diggs and Cole Beasley. Diggs is being wide receiver one. Cole Beasley definitely has a strong wide receiver, too. Um, you know, got the the over last two or three, three games, you know, nine receptions. Um, so he's going to be definitely used in the target, short target game. Um, I think they're probably not going to do a lot running the ball. They're going to just mostly give it to Cole Beasley and guys because, you know, these running backs are not really in play at all.
0: Yeah, man, uh, it's tough to to trust any of these running backs going to these playoffs uh maybe yeah maybe you take a shot on devin singletary uh in a deeper league but uh because he's got that home run ability but uh yeah it's tough to trust any of these guys man yeah um all right man moving on to this next and final matchup Ooh, forgot to mention pittsburgh buffalo that's on sunday night football Ooh, we got uh, a good next one matchup we go that is a good one man this next matchup is on monday night football uh you know, no no Tuesday or Wednesday night football as as of now, uh, knock on wood, but <laughs> we've got the seven and five Baltimore Ravens traveling to Cleveland to take on the nine and three Cleveland Browns. This is a forty six and a half point total. The Ravens are one and a half point favorites. Willie Sneed, is he was activated off the COVID reserve list. Uh, Des Bryant, although having tested negative repeatedly, um, is still on the COVID reserve list, so that's kind of odd there. Uh, Calais Campbell, questionable, uh, with a lower leg. Uh, Wyatt Teller, uh, he, for the Cleveland Browns, he is uh, on track to be activated from the, COVID, the COVID-19 reserve list. Um, Austin Hooper, he was a DMP with a neck injury. Uh, Kaderil Hodge, he, is, uh, he was out of practice with a hamstring. Um, and then Denzel Ward, he... Uh, is questionable with the calf uh, that he's been dealing with. Greg, um, where are you at in terms of this matchup?
1: Uh, I'm taking the over in this game. I'm taking the Ravens to cover. I'm taking Baltimore to also win the game. Um, on the Ravens side, I do like Lamar. I like you know like him as QB one. I think this Ravens team really needs this win, so they're gonna you know they're in hype super hype mode. They're they're coming off a, a really good game offensively last week, so especially running the ball. I Think they keep it going here in a tough spot rush defense-wise, but they, they get it done. Lamar is playable. J.K. and Gus Edwards are both playable. I think J.K. has a safer range of outcomes. But, um you know, last four of the five games, he's had over 11 carries. Uh, I think he's more RB2. Gus is more like a deeper league play, RB3. Could get a touchdown, and he did also run well last week. Um, Hollywood Brown, uh, I'm probably not going to go ahead and do it, but I think objectively he is in a good spot flex-wise. Um You know, back-to-back weeks with eight targets. Um, and you know, did get a touchdown last last. I mean, not not last couple of weeks, two weeks ago. So he is in no, a flex one conversation. The last two weeks. Oh yeah, worked. There you go. So yeah, flex conversation. Um, and Mark Andrews, he's back. So you're playing him as a tight end one uh, on the Brown side. It is Chubb and Hunt. Um, Chubb definitely as you know the clear guy right now, RB one. Uh, Hunt more of as RB two. He's still getting. About 15 to 20 touches a game, uh, so the upside is there for him, um, but the, the the productivity hasn't been there as of late. Um, Jarvis Landry also in play as a, as a wide receiver too, but uh, I think you know the Ravens' defense shows up, and I think they're able to get this, this victory, and uh, they don't need a game, they really do.
0: Wow, this is this is crazy. You might shock the the airways. What's about to happen right now? But I'm gonna take the over. <laughs> I'm gonna take Cleveland to cover. I'm taking Cleveland to win this game. Woo. Um, yeah, man, uh, I'm a believer. Uh, uh, what uh what, believe And like, Baker has like, to be. Sorry, <laughs> gotta be believing in, in uh, Baker. I'm firing up. I'm firing up the Cleveland run game. I mean, Nick Chubb. He's a bona fide RB one. Have yes, to continue sir. to start that man up. Uh, Kareem Hunt, he's been disappointed in the last few weeks, but I think you could flex him here. The matchup is, is good. Um, you know, Jarvis Landry, he's he's in a great spot here too. So I'm gonna start him up as a wide receiver too. Uh Austin Hooper, he's been he's been meh. So I uh, yeah. you know, I'm I'm not gonna start him this week. I'd, I'd rather go Dalton Schultz. I'd, I'd rather go into the unknown of mm-hmm. Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm just I'm not I'm not doing it with Austin Hooper anymore. Uh for Baltimore uh, Lamar, uh, JK Dobbins, uh, you know, those guys sure fire starts, uh, Lamar is a QB one, you know, Dobbins, you know, high end RB two, um, Mark Andrews, obviously coming back as a tight end one in a smash spot here against Cleveland, who's terrible against the tight end position. So, um, fire him up and then, yeah, Hollywood is back, man. This matchup, you know, could be juicy, uh, if Ward misses the game or isn't a hundred percent here, um, you know. Again, I you know I'm not I'm not gonna proclaim that he's a surefire must start, but if you need some upside, uh, I think he he provides that for you here potentially uh, in this matchup where forty six and a half point total taking the over, uh, I think he could potentially provide some upside for you. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Uh it's it's that money time it starts of the week. Yes, sir. It's an important you already week, know. man. It's it's uh-huh. it's playoff time. So <laughs> Greg, well how don't we get him started, man, that quarterback start of the week, bro?
1: Oh man, you know, I gotta go back to the well, you know, I think the fantasy football diagnostic start of the year, you know, I gotta go Justin Herbert versus Atlanta, you know, after you know, seven straight QB one weeks, last two weeks he's finished, you know, QB fourteen, QB twenty-nine, probably hasn't come through for you, but this is the week where he bounces back uh, you know, the, I know the Atlanta defense has been better of late, uh, but they're still a favorable matchup for quarterbacks. Uh, this offense as a whole is in a bounce back spot, uh, still as a high pace offense that, you know, tees top five in pass attempts. Uh, relatively, this is a high point total at 48 and a half. Uh, there's always he's always going to be a negative game script. So uh, the stats and everything are there for him, for Herbert to finish as a QB one and get you back in and get you to round two in the semis. Let's go.
0: I like that one, man. That's a, a huge confidence boost for a guy. Uh, obviously, didn't have his best game last week, uh, and if you were able to get in, and you're and you're sitting there thinking about should I start him, uh, Greg is telling you right now, start the herd, man. man yes, we sir. We need you to fantasy playoffs um, or the next round of the fantasy playoffs. My quarterback start of the week, man, is going to be Ben Roethlisberger Ooh. going up against Buffalo. Uh, He's been hurt by some drops, like you were talking about, you know, hurt by these drops over the last few weeks. But this is a smash spot here for him. Uh, Buffalo hasn't been a good pass defense. Uh, You know, uh, they are good against, you know, the deep ball and stuff like I was previously mentioned. But Ben excels in the short to intermediate game right now. And Buffalo allows the most uh, passing fantasy points per drop back to quarterbacks Uh, right now. This defense is is, uh, the Steelers defense is banged up. And they're gonna have to deal with Josh Allen. So that means that, you know, Ben's gonna have to play some catch up here. Um and and you know, have to have to throw to to bring his team back. So um I like I like Big Ben this week, man.
1: Yeah, definitely like that. Hopefully, you know, you're playing him in uh that dynasty, so hopefully he can be the MVP and get get my win.
0: Oh yeah, I mean hopefully, you know, there's Deontay all day, baby. Deontay <laughs> all day. <laughs> um All right, Greg. Your running back start of the week, man. What do you got?
1: Uh, You went with him last week, but I'm taking him this week. I'm going with the gas man, Miles Gaskin versus Kansas City. Uh, you know, 23 total touches last week against Cincinnati, had 141 total yards, uh, got the solid matchup this week against KC, but uh, you know, Melvin Gordon was able to thrash his defense last week, uh, you know, was able to get 142 total yards on just 16 touches. So uh, Miles Gaskin in prime opportunity. Plus, I think Miami, in order for them to win this game and be competitive in this game, it's got to run through Miles Gaskin. Uh seven red zone carries last week as well. So still seeing valuable touchdown opportunity. Uh RB1 day for Miles Gaskin gas man
0: no oh, man i love that one uh gotta love the, the gas man and you know they're gonna do everything they can to hide to so oh yeah oh yeah the definitely they got, to. they got to <laughs> gas man might get 30 touches this week man
1: yeah that's what i'm hoping you know also a player in dynasty that you're playing against as well yeah I mean, i'm just i'm just feeding out the good juju for my players that's really what i'm doing
0: oh okay i see that i see that well <laughs> um <laughs> The my running back start of the week is going to be Jonathan Taylor going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. This matchup here is prime for JT, who has performed well each of the last two weeks, uh, seeing seventeen and a half uh, touches. He's averaged seventeen point two half PPR points uh, per game during that span. Um, You know, gets to go up against the Raiders, who are fifth worst in uh, football outsiders defensive line adjusted. Uh, yards allowed metric uh, we saw them get gashed by the jets last week and this spot right here perfect for jt again who's coming off a top three performance last week ride jt into the second round of the playoffs man
1: oh yeah jt uh he's here you know hopefully you, you guys drafted him a lot of people drafted him uh, early and hopefully he can come through late i mean that, that's i think that's more important how you finish
0: yeah man you know take a page out of cam Akers' book yes sir All right, man. <laughs> Uh, wide receiver start of the week, Greg. What do we got this week, man?
1: I'm going with Corey Davis against Jacksonville. It was was close between him and Allen Robinson, but Corey Davis is, uh, you know, in a great spot here. Cake matchup versus the Jacksonville secondary, uh, with Tannehill being also in a smash spot himself uh, for a top uh, QB one day. Uh, You know Davis and A.J. Brown are going to be the first in those plans. Uh, Coming off his best game of the season, you know, season high in routes with 40, uh, season high receptions and targets, uh, finishes now top wide receiver. So he's going to keep this momentum going uh, with the top-12 finish. Corey Davis going to, you know, lead you guys through the way.
0: Oh, man, I love that one. Corey Davis has been balling. Uh, the Devontae Parker-like ascension is is is, yep. is real, man. Yep, yes, sir. Uh, gonna, I'm going to get ahead and find out who the next one is. I know, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> my Hollywood wide receiver Brown. start there of the week. Go. Hollywood Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wide receiver start of the week is going to be Cole Beasley going up against Pittsburgh. Uh, Cole Beasley's been on fire the last few weeks, man. Uh, he's, he's seen a 21% target share the last three weeks, seven targets per game. Uh, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're historically bad, uh, historically bad against a slot wide receiver. And, you know, with defenders missing in the middle of their defense, uh, Cole Beasley's in another smash spot here. Uh, Greg, you were talking about him being an extension of the run game. I think that's true. Uh, so especially if you, pay, if you play in a PPR league or have PPR leagues, fire Cole Beasley up, man.
1: Yeah, definitely like that. Uh, Cole Beasley with his, his rap artist and also wide receiver. So, what's up?
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, Greg, your tight end start of the week, bro. What do you got?
1: Uh, so, I'm going with Noah Fant versus Carolina. Uh, you know very good target share all season. Another seven targets last week. Um, 18.3% on the season, which is seventh among tight ends. Uh, he's in a great matchup versus Carolina, who's a bottom 10 versus tight end. So, it should be a good spot here. Um Top 10. In tight ends, re- receptions, yards. Um, the floor is always set for him, and I think he can get a touchdown in this one. Uh, Drew Lock doing the dance moves after.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, Noah fan- finally healthy this week, too, man. Not on the injury report with n- nothing about a rib, nothing about an ankle or a knee. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, is back. He's back. Uh, my tight end star of the week is going to be Eric Ebron, man, going up against... The Buffalo Bills. There we go. Uh, Ebron is third in targets per game at almost nine per game at the tight end position. He's fifth uh, at, t- at the tight end position in red zone targets. Uh, the Bills are terrible against the tight end. And every time they play a team that actually utilizes the tight end position, they give up fantasy points. So, again, uh, expect Ebron to have a tight end one finish this week, man.
1: Yeah, I like that. All he has to do is start with just catching passes, man. Like all those receivers, and it should be a good day.
0: Yeah, man, he'll catch passes. But the best part, you know, Ben—he's—I don't know if it's his old age, but he's—he seems more patient this year. Uh, you know, I just remember two years ago, Juju getting pulled for for dropping for dropping a ball, dropping a ball, or running the wrong route or something, man.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, being eleven no helps though at the time. <laughs>
0: at the time right now they're 11 yeah. and one now you'll see you know now we're gonna see yeah, the big, real ben come out big
1: ben needs that buy man if any quarterback needs that buy it's big ben so he's trying to do it
0: oh yeah man all right man let's let's move on to the best segment uh the best segment for yes, you Ooh. recently get money money take money take money yeah, yeah. i'll be counting honey, yeah uh but i gotta get Yo, it back man i have to i have to i'm fighting man
1: I'm just hoping the people, Yo. the tribe, is starting the lineups. I'm starting because, you know, I'm, I'm winning people money out here.
0: <sighs> <laughs> All right, Greg. You have the first pick, man. Go oh, ahead, Oh, I do? What do you oh, got? man.
1: Yes, let's go. already know. As my RB1, I think you probably already new, too. Got to leverage also my play. Aaron Jones, <laughs> or as a Sloterman at a RB1 at 8,700 going against Detroit. So if he does destroy me, at least I get something good out of it.
0: Yeah, I knew you would do that. Um, I just got to make sure I, I lock this play up because he might—he's potential to be the number one player on the week with the matchup Ooh. here. Uh, taking DK Metcalf, eighty-six hundred. Oh, uh, going to the New York Jets.
1: Yeah, I mean that was that's an excellent call. I mean I had him slid in, so I'm already gonna have to start working around with that. Uh, but I'm gonna take. As my wide receiver, first wide receiver, I'm gonna take Allen Robinson, uh, seven thousand, um, going against Houston in a great spot.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm gonna take Miles Gaskin. Your start of the week at six k, mm-hmm. going up mm-hmm. against Kansas City.
1: I like that. Uh, at six thousand, I'm gonna take Wayne Gallman at that running back position. <sighs> uh to do that. Yeah, Arizona going. You know, New York Giants running through him. Danny Dimes might be back, so it might be nice for the Giants.
0: All right, well, uh, I'm going to get David Montgomery, 6,600, going up against Houston. Ooh,
1: smash bot. Um,
0: yeah, that's a really good spot for him.
1: Yeah, that's an excellent spot for him. Um, I'm going to go as my second receiver, Corey Davis, my wide receiver start of the week, 6,800, going against Jacksonville. Slide him in right there. <clears throat>
0: um. So, for my... Trying to figure out who I'm trying to take next. Um, for my second wide receiver, I'm gonna go Justin Jefferson, 7,800 going up against Tampa Bay.
1: Wow, I literally was trying. <laughs> I really literally made that pivot to him. Um, now I messed up my whole thing, so I'm gonna go back to my initial plan that I thought I was gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna take Keenan Allen as my third wide receiver. At eighty five hundred, going against Atlanta.
0: Mm. Oh man, trying to. Hmm? Because you took Wayne Gallman, that like really messed me up, actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because he was in my flex spot. That really messed me yeah. up. So, okay, I'm good now. Um, in my f- in my flex, I'm gonna go with uh, Ronald Jones, sixty-three
1: hundred. I like that. Uh, in my flex, I'm gonna go with J D McKissick at fifty-three hundred. Um, yeah, slide him in there. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: Such a good flex. I wish I'd known that. Cause he would have been perfect for what I was trying to actually do. Um. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just trying to. I I really need to win this week this week so I'm <laughs> just trying to make sure it's perfect. All right, uh, at quarterback I'm gonna get Russell Wilson nine thousand.
1: Ooh, I like that. Secure that stack for sure. Uh, I'm gonna secure my stack. I'm gonna go with the Tannehill to Corey Davis stack. Ryan Tannehill at seventy nine hundred at my quarterback.
0: Yo, you, the fact you took Wayne Gallman is like really bothering me.
1: <laughs> I, I need him, you know. I, I dropped him because I only could carry four running backs for AG. So Antonio Gibson. So now I'm suffering. So I need some Wayne Gallman action.
0: It just it, like it really hurt me because I was trying to get Tyler Lockett and Russell
1: Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want that. So I'm glad that happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um so now I'm trying to pivot at wide receiver. You know what? I'm just gonna go with Michael Thomas, seventy three hundred. There you go. Going up against Philadelphia.
1: Um at my tight end I'm gonna go with TJ Hawkinson, uh six thousand. I seem to pick him every week, but he's he's steady, man. It's very steady.
0: Yeah, my tight end, I'm I'm gonna go with uh my tight end stream of the week actually, Cole Komet, forty six hundred.
1: I like that for sure. Saves a lot of money, value play. And on my defense, I'm going Carolina. No, uh, I messed up. Yes, sir. I messed up so 3400. bad. 3,400. Uh, oh. you know, definitely a good defensive stream of the week for sure. <laughs> I messed against Denver. up
0: so bad. Oh, I messed up so bad. <laughs> I should have taken Carolina right there because you weren't going to take Cole Komet.
1: No, because I had a tight end. Yes. I had
0: Carolina in my lineup.
1: Mm. Outside Carolina. I'm right. <laughs>
0: That's fine. Uh I'm gonna go up to um to Dallas.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: thirty five hundred going up against Cincinnati. I can't believe I messed that up. That's like a rookie mistake, man. So happens I'm getting flustered over here. Um Yeah, man. You know losing to Greg, so I'm trying to win. I'm not focused on the little stuff. Don't let this happen to you all in your playoff matchups. Don't you know focus on the little things. Don't don't lose sight of that. True. Ah <sighs> man. like right, that hurt. All right, man. Round out your 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 lineup, man.
1: Uh so at quarterback I uh, got my man Ryan Tannehill, uh about to give you a top five play. Seventy nine hundred against Jacksonville. Aaron Jones at eighty seven hundred as my RB one. Wayne Gallman and my RB2 at 6,000. Uh, Keenan Allen as my wide receiver one at 8,500. Uh, Allen Robinson going against Houston uh, at 7,000. My wide receiver two. Corey Davis to get that 10 Hill stack. Uh, my wide receiver start of the week at 6,800. Uh, that's my third receiver, TJ Hawkinson at tight end at 6,000. Chady McKissick, nice value play flex, 5,300. Uh, and my flex and at defense Carolina going against Denver at 3,400. Let's go.
0: All right, my quarterback, I've got Russell Wilson going up against the New York Jets, 9,000. Running back, I've got David Montgomery going against uh, Houston, 6,600. My other running back, Miles Gaskin, Greg start of the week, going up against Kansas City at 6,000. At wide receiver, I've got DK Metcalf going up against uh, the New York Jets, 8,600. So I got the stack there. At wide receiver, I'm going Michael Thomas, 7,300. Or going up against Philadelphia, my other wide receiver, that is gonna be Justin Jefferson going up against Tampa Bay, seventy eight hundred. Uh tight end I've got Cole Komet going up against Houston forty six hundred. At uh in my flex I've got Ronald Jones going up against um Minnesota sixty three hundred. And then at my as my defense I've got Dallas Cowboys going up against Cincinnati, thirty five
1: hundred. Yeah man. This is uh every week, you know, it's gonna be a nice lineups, man. I, 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 what's
0: the what's the uh What's the, uh, what's the record here, man?
1: It, I am up nine to four uh, on 13 weeks. Nine to four? Yeah. Um, I've got a little streak going on, I think of four or five straight. Um,
0: so if I catch you, the well, best yeah, I we, can do is tie.
1: Yeah, if you win uh, four, 14, 15, 16, 17, you can win four straight and get nine. You still lose nine, eight, though.
0: No, because it's. Oh wait, we're in week we? Well, 14. if we play week oh,
1: seventeen, shoot. so yeah, 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 we're playing week yeah. seventeen, of course. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, then yeah, it's nah, still man. only four, four, four weeks left. That's it, man. Yeah, so nine, <laughs> so nine, eight is. So
0: I'm, I'm, I'm. All right, man. I'm still. I'm okay. I mean, you no, know, we we play we play some playoffs
1: on the side. You know, we we'll play some like playoff com- competitions too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, we could do that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta extend this as long as I can. Take it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl, you yeah, know. We could do pre-season, yep. preseason next year. The virtual Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Got to just get it, you know, try to even this thing up. Oh, man. All right, man. Well, since the, the people got to hear me tilt live on the, on the pod, on the air, um, over my mistakes and whatnot, and uh, over me finding out that you're Basically, you've already won this competition, so. Um,
1: oh, yeah, that yeah. that is true, yeah. <clears throat> I'm
0: upset. But anyway, everybody, good luck this week, y'all. First round of playoffs, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Good uh, luck, got, guys. Y'all get through on the other side. Um, if you're playing a two-week playoff, uh, you know, obviously we got strategies for that as well. But anyway, uh, if you, um, you know, if you have any questions, DM us. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics. Hit me, uh, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at JRFootballNerd. Hit Greg up at we underscore made it on Instagram. And uh, please rate, review the podcast. Uh, if, you know, whatever uh, you could do, if you could just rate, write a review, you know, helps, helps us out a ton. So we'd really appreciate that. And uh, as always, we are out.
1: We yeah. out.